Hey, this is Kiran Agrawal from the Sparkling Entrepreneur Show, and today we have Andy Lollo with us, all the way from Greenwood, Indiana. Andy is a five-star professional award winner with seven years of experience as a realtor and more than fifty million in sales done. He is also the lead of the Lollo Group. With that said, let's welcome our today's guest, Andy. Andy, welcome to the show. Thank you, Kiran. It's good to be here. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for being on the show, Andy. Let's begin with the interesting question, which is something interesting about you. Most people don't know. So, yeah, I don't. I'm pretty boring, to be honest with you. <laughs> so I don't know if there's a lot about me. Um, I I am a Sunday school teacher, mm-hmm. and I uh, work with with teenagers at our church as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we do a camp for inner city youth, also. So I work with do a lot of that, those types of things. Um, and what little spare time I have just uh-huh. trying to invest in, in our future. So you believe in giving back to the society and this is your way. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Understood. Understood. So what kind of teacher, like what do you exactly teach in Sunday school? So Sunday school, the one I, it's an adult class. So it's a little bit older. It's just Bible, uh, te- teaching Bible, about the Bible on uh-huh. Wednesdays is where I, we have the youth group up there and it's it's teenagers um and then we run a camp in the summertime that's for inner city youth so a lot of them come to our church as well um i i learned a lot about teenagers and youth this year i i've they i have a lot more faith in them than i think most of the general public does because i think that they have a lot of drive and i think they've got a lot of potential that that i think a lot of people don't see or they just dismiss yeah yeah, I like working with them because they're pretty open-minded on things and uh, they're willing to to put in the work. They just need guidance. Yeah, yeah. The Gen Z is, as far as I have understood, they're smarter because of the smartphone that they have, right? The only thing is they get lazy at times, but they need some kind of motivation, a person who can inspire them to get the work done. So they're smart, yeah. but kind of lazy. That's what my experience is. You have different experiences, but let's not... No. Yeah. I would say that's accurate, but I think most people have a lazy streak in them, to be <laughs> fair. That's what I mean. I think the millennials and Gen Z get picked on a lot yeah. when they, they really shouldn't because everybody, I think those, those are two groups that have a lot going for them that, yeah. that people just dismiss too easily. Yeah, I understand. So Andy, tell us about the entrepreneurial journey. How did you begin your entrepreneurial journey? So, I mean, I, I feel like I've always had that. Cause I was thinking about this here lately too. Just, I mean, I can remember being really young and doing different things. I've always, I've worked since I was probably eight years old, just with paper routes. And, um, I, I remember like buying books and selling them at library fairs and we would buy, you know, you buy suckers and stuff like that and sell them. You buy a box of them for a couple of bucks and sell them for a quarter a piece and make a bunch of money. So I, it's always been there. It really has. Um, before I was in real estate, I sold on eBay and Amazon, um, just buying stuff and reselling it, made a living out of that for a while. So yeah, that, that bug's always been there. Uh, it's yeah, I don't, I think it's more, I, I, I always tend to see when I work for other people, I see that I, things could be done differently, but then nobody, and I see it could be done better and more efficient. So it, it always drives me crazy. So I've always liked working for myself. Mm. Yes, totally, totally. So you were always an entrepreneur. Real estate is just uh, another way of uh, like showing off your entrepreneurial spirit, right? <laughs> <It's> just- yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I and I um, 
I wanted to get into selling real estate right out of high school, but I didn't. Um, it's most it's because it's hundred percent commission and because it, it, you're running your business. So, and I think I was just too young to do it. And then my oldest daughter was born a month after I graduated high school. So I felt like I needed to find something more, um, that I knew I was going to get a paycheck every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just didn't want to take that risk with it. But in hindsight, I really wish I would have started it and jumped into real estate and really taken advantage of that instead of going to work for people mm-hmm. like I did for you know, 20 years. Mm-hmm. I get it. I get it totally. So if you can tell us about the personality trait that you admire in an entrepreneur, what would that be? Yeah, I mean... So there's a lot of different traits. I don't think it's just one and it's hard for me to really pick just one, but something that um, I I've been told that I have and something that I see that it's in more successful ones is a few things is, is having perseverance is one of them, just getting through rough patches um, and not quitting when things get hard. And then two other things, which I think are kind of lacking you alluded to with the lazy side of things, just hard work, and with that, a focus, I think a lot of people get lose their focus. And if they don't have their, they're not sure exactly where they're going or don't have that, um, that end point in mind, I think they can lose focus and then get drawn away by different uh, get rich quick things or the, the next great marketing tool that they get suckered into it or get pulled over to. And I've done it myself, but you lose focus. And if you just stick with something long enough, it's going to kick off at some point. Mm. So you got to stick to something. So is there any particular time frame you suggest or you just have to work till you succeed? Yeah, it probably depends on what it is. And real estate, I mean, it may take a year or two. It just, it depends on the person. Um, as far as real estate goes, it really depends on your your hustle and your drive. The ones that I've seen that succeed tend to be ones that um, don't really have a safety net and don't have a, a, an option like a spouse working another job or working a part-time job. The one myself included, when I jumped into real estate, it was either I get out there and I call strangers and sell homes or we don't eat. So that's a good good drive to really get people moving. But then just building off of that. Um, yeah, so there's there's been a lot of long hours, a lot of a lot of phone calls, a lot of straight days of work. And so, yeah, there's a lot of hard work that goes into it. But the ones that actually do that and uh, have that drive, are, it, it, I think anybody can do it if they have that drive. Yeah, them. yeah, totally, totally. So I hope that I do have that right because I'm doing this call at 12:30 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> so- oh wow! <laughs> well, you've got uh, if that's the if that's the barometer, you've got more drive than I do because I, I wouldn't be on there at 2:30 in the morning. <laughs> okay, so my next question to you is about the way that you manage to grow your business. What what is exactly yeah. the strategies or blueprints you use? Um, so, I mean, I focused on customer service definitely because, um, I think that is something that's lacking in our, our society today. I mean, you go to, you know, you go to even fast food and you get something and you just feel like you're a bother to people, or you don't even get even common courtesies with please or thank you or anything like that. Um, and I think that's a big, big factor. I get a lot of repeat business. And then something I, I have focused on is, is not making, if I can make giant leaps in my business, that's great. But I'm every day I'm trying to get a little bit better with just and just little baby steps. And over time, that's one of the big factors as well. So that's that persistence. So over time, that's going to it's going to catch up to you if you're constantly moving forward and growing a little bit every single day 
And a lot of times you don't notice it until you stop and you look back and reflect on things and you really see how far that you've come. Um, every single day you can work on a skill. You can do something to get a little bit better every single day. Yeah, totally. So getting better every single day is very important because these yes. smaller steps compound. Correct. And uh, if you can tell us about the difficulties that you face at the level of success you are at. So what are the difficulties that you face and what are the solutions that you've thought of? So right now with real estate specific, the difficulties is just the market in general. Um, we've had it the last two years has been a really crazy run. And it's been it's been very easy to sell houses. And I think a lot of people have experienced that, myself included. So I think we're going to get back to things being a little bit, they're going to slow down. It's going to be a little bit more challenging to sell a home because it's been to where, I mean, anybody could basically put a sign in the yard. That's why for sale by owners have been selling as much as they have. You put a sign in the yard and it's going to sell almost the same day. And a lot of times with multiple offers, I think we're getting away from that. And I think it's just um, trying to find and actually market a property and learning how to do that or knowing how to do that because we really haven't had to do that lately. And it's just getting back to that. Um, so that's been the biggest thing. I think it's just the market in general right now, because we're going through the shift, just trying to get a grip on the market and how to approach uh, listings and, and with buyers. Mm. So market is something that is causing problems. And what is your way? Like, is there any way that you've thought of to, to tackle this market? Like uh, last time I had a conversation with a real estate agent. What he answered was, he said that uh, market is troubling us. But what I am doing is I am moving from uh, first time home buyers to investors, right? Uh, so they are focusing mainly on investors right now. So what are your ways? Like, what have you thought of to face this market? So, I mean, I, I work with first-time buyers, people that have bought multiple homes. I work with investors. I don't really have a specific um, client that I work with. Um, so it's not, that wouldn't be so much on my side of things that I would look. But it's just, there's going to be challenges in, in any market and in anything that you do. It's just finding the right solutions to it. So that's why, for me, figuring out the market, if I understand how the market's going, Mm -hmm. um i i'll know how to approach how to market a property how to list a property how long we should wait before making a price adjustment those types of things mm -hmm. um there something we have seen as well right now is that there's there's a perception in the market or there has been a perception in the market and then there's the reality of the market mm -hmm. so just understanding where people are at um mentally and what they're thinking the market's like may not really be what the market is so those are things that i can use we can use to our advantage so if a if a buyer out there is still thinking that the market is red hot um, and I've got a listing that, you know, maybe doesn't have much activity going on with it. There's ways to, to work that, to negotiate the deal, to get my client a better deal. I think we're going to see a lot more negotiating as opposed to what we've seen lately. People just throwing cash at, at a house, hoping they and crossing their fingers. Mm, yes, yes. I get it. So what are the growth plans? Like what have you thought of growth? How are you going to grow this year? And what are you, so, yeah, um, I'm looking. To, so I've got a, the team that we have. It's uh, it's a small team. So we're looking to add an agent or two. But I'm very specific on the agent that I want to work with. Um, our team is a little bit different than a, a other real estate teams. There's a lot of teams out there that are, are bigger. Um, we're small. We're probably never going to get more than, you know, maybe five or six agents. That's kind of where I'm at right now with it anyways, is keeping it small. Um, 
because then I can pour into that agent a little bit more. And my philosophy I'm doing uh, that I'm approaching it with is a little bit different in that I'm okay with them leaving at a later date. I don't, you know, obviously if I'm hiring them on the team, I want them to stay, but I'm going to build them up and help them with their business. It's almost like an intense mentorship for a minimum of a year, as opposed to just getting a bunch of, of numbers on your team and then just hoping it's going to be more, um, more focused, more helping them build their, their, their business themselves. So it's just a little bit different approach. So I'm looking to add maybe an agent or two by the end of the year. So that'll be growth there. So it's not necessarily the num- uh, growth in numbers, but growth in quality, right? Correct. Quality, Correct. quality over quality. That is what you put. Yeah, I get a lot. I like helping people. I've got, I do I get a lot of joy and fulfillment out of serving others and especially seeing others when I've helped them along the way have success. That's extremely fulfilling to me. So for me, um, that's why I would rather, you know, if I've got two or three agents that I can really help build up, you know, from doing two or three transactions a year to doing, you know, 30 or more. And then that's something that I I really like doing um, that I've, I've discovered that even this year alone was just helping people build from not doing a lot to doing a bunch. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Uh, now my question is about the online marketing. Like there are so many ways of marketing online. People are using Zillow to search forums. They are going on YouTube to search forums. They are going on Google, uh, Facebook ads, Instagram ads, too many videos, reels, TikTok. So what are your ways of using online marketing? So Zillow, as far as I do with Zillow, I'm really just, um, if I, when we put a listing in, it gets syndicated out to Zillow and it gets on there. I don't buy leads off of there. Um, I have been doing, and I, I think that um, Facebook, Facebook ads and Google ads are some of the best bang for your buck. I think that um, the way that you can set those up and the way that, uh, that they, can, they can follow people around and you can get very very detailed in your marketing. So you're not just, you know, you could put something in a newspaper or, you know, on a a commercial on TV, but you don't know who's watching that. With Facebook and Google, you can get extremely detailed on who you want. I've got some uh, retargeting ads set up. So when someone comes to our our, uh, website, they'll start seeing our ads, following them around. Um, We've got some, uh, I've got, it's called a, we call it a digital billboard. So it's another way for me to reach out to my clients. I've had several clients mention it to me. It's through Facebook ads and Google ads is um, they'll be on their phone and I can set up an audience with them. So with my, with my sphere and with my clients, and then they'll start seeing my stuff on ads as they're out there, just stay on top of mind on things. Um, I have, I am trying to start more of the YouTube. Um, I just started that the last couple of weeks. So I, it's pretty pitiful right now, but it's one of those things that I, it, I'm, I'm very uncomfortable with it, but I've found that um, getting comfortable being uncomfortable is where it goes back to that growth. Yeah. That, and I think YouTube is a, it's, it is, it's one of the biggest search engines out there. Yeah. So I don't know if it's going to be any good, but hopefully the content is good at least. And I can build my own little audience there and get it out to my clients. Yeah. And just keep them informed instead of because there's a lot of times we answer I answer questions that are uh, you'll get asked the same question a lot of times so you know I can make a video on it and then 
and they may answer the question before they ask me. I don't mind answering it, but when you start answering the same one, it means probably a lot of people have that same question. Yeah, yeah. And as you mentioned that the things that are easy don't pay well and things that are hard play handsomely, right? So yeah, yeah just, just keep doing the hard things and uh, I hope to see you as a creator on YouTube very soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see. I, I've been, I've been uh, talking about it for like six months and I just started doing it. Yeah, so okay. it's, a, it's a win though, so. Yeah, okay, okay. So let's speak of it even more later. But right now, let's say if you had $10,000 extra on your budget, Andy, where would you want to spend it and why? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's tough um, for me to think of where I would, I would, I would definitely, it would be something, it would probably be spread across a few things. Um, getting leads for my agents is number one. So that's probably gonna go to Facebook and Google ads is number one. But if I was going to spend a little bit more money or, and, and 10 grand is probably gonna be a lot for it, but getting some stuff with the YouTube things mm -hmm. with either camera microphones, just have a little bit more quality with it. Um, but yeah, a, a big portion of it probably be spent towards ads. Mm, okay. Okay. Yeah. So you're a strong believer of getting new leads on a continuous basis. Yeah. Yeah. I know that's a, that's a real fun answer, isn't it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> so if you can speak of your favorite quotation, what is the favorite, what is your favorite quote, Andy? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of quotes, but, um, Something that I've been thinking about is just the baby steps. Like I mentioned, I don't, it's not really a quote, so I don't know that I'll have one specifically. And I was looking for one uh, to see if I could find something, but I couldn't find one that was really good. But I like the idea of, um, of the baby steps leading to success mm -hmm. because a lot of people do. I mean, so I, I think a lot of people, when they see success, they see someone where they're at right now and they think that they got there overnight or they don't really see what happened. And for a lot of people, there's a lot of a lot of sacrifice, a lot of struggle that went through that. So they see that at that point. But again, it's those baby steps, just taking a little bit every single day. And you may not realize it right away. It's kind of like losing weight or uh, even gaining weight. It just it doesn't happen overnight. Just a little bit at a time. It's those baby steps. So that's one that's been sticking in my head for a while. Yeah, yeah. So it's all about the baby steps. It's just keep taking those baby steps on a regular basis, no matter what. Be consistent because. It is going to compound no matter whether you are doing a good deed or a bad on a regular basis, it is going to compound and give you the results one day, right? Yeah, so absolutely. whether it is going to be the worst or the best, it depends upon the good or the bad steps that you take. Today. Right. Yep. You can take baby steps in the wrong way too. Yeah. <laughs> Go in the wrong direction. Yeah, yeah totally. So now, Andy, if you were to write a book about yourself, the story of your life, the successes and the struggles, what would be the name of the book? Yeah, so um, that's tough too. But I, pain and pers pain and perseverance seems to come around. Um, we, there's been a lot of struggles, it is, even personally, just with um, my personal side of my life, and then with my wife. And um, I've had so I've had seven knee surgeries, a back surgery. For the longest time, my wife was having, we would trade off on surgeries. She would have one. And while I was recuperating, then she would turn around and have one. <clears throat> she had, um, she had leukemia and she survived that. Um, that was about, it was about 14 years ago that she had that. So she got through all that. She's got uh, terminal breast cancer now. So <clears throat> there's been a lot of ups and downs and, but she's, it's, 
that's what I mean on the pain side. And I don't know. I don't know. It's not a huge focus, but that persistence and just getting through it, those lows make the highs so much better and it really makes you appreciate things. So yeah, if there's a book about me, that's got to be included in there, I guess, is all the, the ups and the downs and the perseverance and just keep, keep doing it. Keep good and being resilient. Yeah, man. So pain and perseverance and uh, with the kind of stuff that you're dealing with, I hope the best for your wife. I hope the best for you. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I really want to. And uh, are there any final words, right? Uh, any final thoughts for the young entrepreneurs listening to this podcast so that they have a experience of, of the success that they have? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that I think everybody has it in them to, to succeed. And I think it all starts in, in your mindset. It all starts with <clears throat> how you wake up and how you, you go about your day. If you think that you're going to be, if you're going to be successful, if you set your goals, if you try and, you know, you work towards that every single day, that I think any, everyone has the capacity to succeed, no matter where they're from as well. You know, you could be, especially in, in here in America and really the world anymore, there's so much opportunity out there because we have become a global economy that, mm-hmm. you know, it, if, if somebody wants to succeed, it doesn't matter where you're at or what you're, where, because, you know, I, I work with some of those teenagers and they come from extremely bad backgrounds. Mm-hmm. And then we've, we've seen a lot of them, we've seen a handful of them come through and, and still be successes and, and, you know, get through school and, you know, have good careers and all of that and raise, raise good family. So we've seen people make it. So I think that anybody can make it if they just commit to it, do the right things every day. And I think everybody's got that opportunity. Yes. Yes. Totally. So just keep up to it and uh, follow your dreams, chase your dreams because dreams do come true. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Andy, can you please tell us about your Instagram handle so that we can follow you? Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, whatever. Yeah. Facebook's probably the easiest, the best place to find me. That's where we post the most. Um, and that's the Ludlow group. It's, it's just called the Ludlow group on there. And pretty much everything on there gets posted to Instagram as well. So that's my extent of the Instagram. Um, my email is andy.ludlow at exprealty.com. If somebody has, they're more than welcome to reach out to me for whatever they need, whether that's housing or questions about business or whatever, happy to help. Um, phone number is 317-372-6147. Do reach out to him, guys. He is the guy who knows life. Okay. So do reach out to him and... Uh, and and can you please tell us what would be your suggestion for this podcast like what do you think this podcast who should listen to this podcast um i mean i think every, every it could be for anybody i mean i i really like that you're working and that some of your audience is some of the younger generation um we've talked about that a little bit i just i really do think that 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 generation the the gen z the millennials are really um they they have a lot more to them than people give them credit for. And I think that they're a generation that just gets overlooked. And there's a lot of uh, the older generations that look down on them, but I, I don't see it that way. I see them as, as they're, they're going to do amazing things. Thank you so much, Andy. And thank you so much again for being on the show. It was a pleasure having you today. All right. I appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me on. Thank you so much again. I am your host Kiran Agrahar signing off. You guys have a wonderful day. Bye guys.